We got to get a little uncomfortable in what we're saying and these excuses that we're creating in our lives so that we can start to recognize them and overcome them. I don't want you to be comfortable saying I don't have time. I don't want you to be comfortable saying I'll start tomorrow. Yeah. I want it to feel uncomfortable so that it, it's uncomfortable enough for you to create some different action. And welcome back to the Better You Blueprint podcast with my co-host, Curtis. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Today's episode, it's all about excuses, man. <laughs> yes. Six worst excuses and what they actually mean. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I, have you ever, have, have you used any of these this week? Oh my God. I've, Dude, I've used, making, oh. the, <laughs> making the notes for this episode is like, yeah. Ooh. So to give everybody an insight on what we're going to do here is we have the sixth, probably most commonly used excuses in life, business, everything, health. My most commonly used excuse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we should have done some more digging research on, yeah. on our own, which we could, could which, definitely do that. But then we also said what they actually mean. So this is gonna be, this is a trigger alert, trigger warning for anybody out there who may be using some of these excuses, but here's why you gotta stick around. You gotta stick around and hear what these excuses actually mean, and we're gonna give you some help on, on how we can overcome these. Should we dive in? Uh, yeah, you ready? Let's go. Full speed ahead. Brett? Full speed ahead. I don't have time. Oh, Curtis. <laughs> I don't have time. Ugh. Who said that one before? Oh, my God. All of us. Yeah. Multiple so, times. Um, I have some, like, I have some thoughts on it. You want to just go through yeah. what it means, and then I'll... Yeah, so to me, this one, I don't have time, right? It's, it's a... It's probably the, this is the most, these are not necessarily in order, but I would say that this is the, the most commonly used excuse for, for all things. But this is what it actually means. When you're saying that I don't have time, and what we did here is we rephrase these to a different phrase to hopefully shock you into being like, is that what I'm actually saying when I use that excuse? Because that's what we want. We want you to stop being able to use these excuses, overcome these excuses. So when somebody says, I don't have time for X, Y, Z, what they're really saying is, it's not important to me right now. <laughs> and it it stings a little bit. I want these to oh. sting. Remember, this is the point. The point is to hear these excuses in another phrase so that they sting. It's not important to me right now or it's not a priority of mine right now. So think about the last thing that you said you don't have time for. I didn't have time for the gym. Oh my gosh. I didn't have time to do that homework assignment. I didn't have the time to uh, plan the date with your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> didn't have the time to... I don't have you know, anything. I don't have time for anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. If you rephrase that and be like, ah, oh, it's not important to me right now, that feels different. A hundred percent. But it, it and so why it why it stung me? I was like, I feel like I struggle with this a lot, and I was just having a conversation with a friend. I feel like um, I described it as like I use it a lot, but I feel like it represents me being in constant conflict. Like I, and I realize now, you know, after our conversations that it comes from, it's an outcome of lack of boundaries that like pushes the, that really just calls to attention the lack of prioritization, right? Like it, yeah. I understand, I, I understand why it happens for me. And I think what happens for me is it's like, I take this opportunistic approach as a, it happens a lot in work 
and I feel like I have this opportunistic. Like every time somebody comes to me with an idea, I'm like, that sounds rad. Let's do it. Right. But then fast forward, yeah. you know, weeks and I'm like, I've got nine of these. Let's do it. And I, I do. I love all of them. Um, but I, I, now I sit and assess and I see, I'm like, oh, wow. I, I constantly feel like I'm sacrificing one of those things. Yeah. And, and it, it, it just minimizes the joy that comes from like, all of those projects are awesome. Yeah. And they would be awesome if they yeah. were the only thing, but you stack them with no prioritization, with no hierarchy. And it's like, all you're doing is creating this like, just crippling, like, yeah, I get anxiety about it because yeah. I'm just like, everything matters the most. Yeah. There is no way to get through it or like, yeah. But I'm, if we really think about it, if we really had to have you, right? Gun to your head, had to, oh, yeah. Had to put them in order, you could. Yes. And I, believe, and I believe everybody could can do yeah. that. It's not fun to do that. We don't want to have to rank <laughs> our kids or our family or our relationships, our health yeah. in order because yeah. it actually shows you where it's in order. It's yeah. going to show you exactly what we don't, what we're afraid to have it do is to show us, wait, my health is actually below all these other things. That's not how I would describe myself to somebody else. For sure. But when I have, but when I look at the things that I did today and the things that I didn't do today, that's why I tell people, show me your schedule and I'll show you your priorities. So For that reason. The t- what does it mean when your schedule is packed with things for others? Like I, I think that's what, what happens to me is if I were to sit and reflect on it, which I did while reading these, coming up with these notes, everybody else comes first. All this mm. other... Um, boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. Something in my throat. All this other work for that. I'm super excited about for these other people. And like, yeah, that's the, the struggle for me here is, uh, I think the conflict of the prioritization around like one of my high, I, I think core values, even if I couldn't articulate it would be to be of service or help others. Yeah. And I think what that turns into is like, I'm losing the battle because I'm not putting the oxygen on myself. Right. Right. So it's like, right. I'm stuck in that, like everybody needs my time. And because I can give it to them, I should, mm. or not because I can mm. give it to them mm. because they asked I should. Right. And, and you want to, and I do. Cause yeah, I think that goes back to the old, like everything you say yes to, you're saying no to something else. Oh. Right. <laughs> and everything you say no to, you're saying yes to something else. So in a, in a way where a lot of people, when they don't have time for something, it's because you're saying yes to something else, whether it's important or not. Yeah. Th- don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things that people do every day that are important. Yeah. But if you're spending time doing things that aren't important, you're saying no to maybe potentially other things. Oh, yeah. And the health, so, the health thing is definitely, for me, yeah. is, is where I think I sacrifice the most. It's so like, I'm like, I'm just going to... I'm yeah. just going to keep working and working and working. And right. by the time I get to the spot where it's like in my plan, I, sh- I should have had time for me. I'm just fried. And I'm like, yeah. And then that goes to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, right. to the last part on this first one is, is just challenge you. I mean, we'll talk about this at the end, but write down the four most important things in your life, four most important buckets of your life. Find time for those things. Yeah. And I know that like health is the easy one, but if health is on there, find time for it. 
Make time for it. I shouldn't say find yeah, time. Make, make time. time for it. All right, let's go to number two. Uh, number two is I don't know where to start. Oof. I don't know where to start. And I think that this is what it really means is the big picture is psyching me out of taking the baby step, right? The yeah. big, the, the mountain is preventing me from hitting the trailhead. Yeah. That was so outdoorsy of me. I'm so San Diego. Very. Yeah. The, <laughs> get out there and get hiking. The uh, so I don't know where to start. So tell me what that means. I mean, for me, what I what I took from it was, I have in quotes, paralysis by analysis. Big time. Um, Boom. One of my you know good friends and mentors. That every time I would go to him and be like, "This is where I'm at." Blah blah blah. And like, hey man, get the hell out of your head. Like that. Went to, yeah, another quote was like, don't worry, be crappy, right? He was like, like hey, you just need to, and it goes back to things that we've talked about, you just need to get feedback, right? And you're not going to get feedback. You don't want the feedback on the end result because it's already too late. You don't know what could have happened in the gray area. And I think for me, what what I took from this was really um, this idea about the process. Like I sat and assessed and I was like, it's tough. It's tough for me because when the idea comes up or whatever, the outcome comes up. That's yeah, what the yeah, idea yeah. is: is the outcome. It's not the space between. Right. So, right. D- like, and you're so emotionally connected. You like that thing is beautiful. What the, what the end result is is fantastic. So, working backwards from there gets like tough because if I know the outcome, it definitely does not guarantee yeah. that I know the way yeah. <laughs> to get there. I know. portions of it but then you know you get stuck in like well that thing's not that's not the outcome like it takes a lot of other small outcomes to get to that that bigger concept so i think that's the interesting thing is like is there a way to frame it so that when you're coming up with the idea or when you're thinking about the outcome that big picture how do you shrink it immediately and not get so emotionally attached to the end result well, you said something two episodes ago that I thought was awesome. And you said, no matter how big the project is, there are still breadcrumbs somewhere. There yeah. is still the smallest, babiest, tiniest little little piece of action that you can find. That's where you start. Yeah. You don't, you know, you don't look up the mountain and say, How do I get to the top? You say, Where's the beginning? Where's the first step? And if you don't know where that is, my encouragement is I know there's I know there is great value in sitting and assessing and learning and consuming and trying to figure out like where is the best place. Yeah. yeah. Learning on the fly 9 times out of 10 is a great place to get started. Is learn as you go. 100%. Learn as you go. Make I, mistakes. Miss Frizzle, right? Magic school bus. Get yeah. messy, Ms. take chances, Frizzle. make mistakes. I love that. That's that's probably one of my top quotes. That's but right. yeah, make mistakes. Just go, go get messy. Go, go figure it out. Messy action. And that's definitely been something that even um, in in some personal projects I've realized is like there are things that can only happen in the process, like at yeah. certain points in the yeah. process that you can't know are going to happen until you get there. Correct. Right. So it's like you, you can assume that the, it's going to be this thing. Yeah, that doesn't mean that that's what it is. There's yeah. going to be something that happens at 25 percent that you're like, "Wow, that's right." I'm going to have to pivot, right? Or you know, course correct, adjust. Um, could could be awesome. You could be like, "Wow, that was easier than I thought it was." That's where I start. Yeah. yeah. So the big picture psyching you out of taking a baby step. You do know where to start. Start with that super super <laughs> small spot. All right, number three. I'm chuckling because I just, 
I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> you always have to say the like first person one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, read through them. What does it mean? I'm afraid of being judged. So true. That's like that one s- sticks for me. For I feel sure. like this was AA. We're like, hi, Curtis. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm Curtis. Hi, my name's and I'm a Curtis. I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> That's the truth. Um, I don't want to play the game unless I know I can dominate. That is also very true. And I think that's like a very, read that one again. I don't want to play the game unless I know I can dominate. That's perfectionist one one right there. Dude, because the, like being good at something is intoxicating. Like that's yeah. rad to be super good at something. Absolutely. There's nothing when we're saying like what it actually means, we're not, yeah, yeah. we're not, Trust me, like we're not bagging on it. Yeah, we're not we're not dogging anybody for these, yeah. but we want to put it in a way where it can help you overcome these. And why I love I don't want to play the game unless I can dominate is people who say they're perfectionists, what they're really doing is they're saying that they're that they're not okay being a beginner. For sure. And the problem with that is that you really can't be a perfectionist if you're not willing to be a beginner at something. Yeah, there's you don't just wake up great at everything. No. So it's it's kind of backwards if 100%. you think about it. And the last one here is like, I believe that when people say like, I'm a perfectionist or I didn't do that because I want it to be perfect, it's really just a fancy excuse that sounds like a compliment. Yeah. Right? It's like, I'm afraid of doing that or I'm afraid it's not going to be great, but I'm going to call myself a perfectionist because it feels better. Yeah. Well, you're still, you know, it's still the same thing. The outcome is that you're not doing it or the outcome is it didn't get done or the outcome is you're not willing to start. Yeah, it's definitely for, I mean, I'm in all honesty, this is a big, it's a fear thing for sure. I like, so when I was thinking about this, it was like, I just thought back to, man, like, yeah, first time we met and when I was talking about like what my plan was for like building my own content and I was talking about like the struggles and what I was going through and like how I was overthinking like the whole plan and i was like it's gotta it's gotta mean this it's gotta feel this way and i'll never forget i was like i was like how do you you know how do you find a way to get through that this idea of like it's gotta be perfect and you were like if i told you Mm. that number 15 was gonna get you the desired result what would you do from one to 14? And I was like, I don't care. I would just, you, and you were like, you would just do them. Yeah. And that's the truth. And like, I, I feel like it, that definitely helped me kind of like evolve this idea and this understanding that like finding a way to remove some of the emotional connection to the thing is super important for me. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you have like tactical strategies for how to do that, but like, I have definitely seen the projects or ideas that I'm like, I, I don't approach from a position of this, this has to mean something about me. It's a, this deeper yeah. life reflection. Nope. It is. It's gotta be this thing and it's gotta be this way by this time. And that's yeah. it. And like, and I, those get done. This, this one's hard for me too, because there are things that there are things in my life that I want to be great. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things in growing a business and and even in like the the health side of things that yeah. we, good is good enough. Yeah. Good good is better than good enough. It's it's good, yeah. right? Just keep it good. There's a lot of good things that happen there. There are some things where great is necessary yeah. if you want it to be. 
But what I think when I say when I when somebody says like I, I, I'm a perfectionist, it's it's fear talking. It's right. the fear of being judged. It's the fear of what if what if somebody else doesn't think it's perfect. That's 100%. really where it comes from. So, you know, tangible strategy around that is I think one you have to you you have to ask yourself, well, what's more important, it being perfect or it getting out there? And I talk about things where you know we talked about where if if you you know you, you tell somebody they're starting a social media or they want to start posting more. Yeah. It's like, well, what if I told you your 86 post would be the one that goes viral and yeah. everything happens? You'd be like, oh, well, let's get to, let's 86. Get to 86 as quick as possible. Yeah. But what happens is most people get caught up thinking one is going to be the one that's going to go viral. Yeah. One is going to be the one that everybody's going to see. One. Yeah. And when you look back, one always sucks. Yeah. One was never good. No matter how much you wanted it to be good, it was never going to be good because you learned that one, you learned at five, you learned at 27, and they got better as you went. Well, and I think the, yeah, at least for me, the the I'm a perfectionist thing is is really, um, like you were saying, I'm worried about other people not thinking it's perfect. Yeah. I think it's, for me, it's, I know in my heart that it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. The first yeah. one. And like, that's, that's going to be tough, right? Like you're yeah. already seeing that like, yeah. And not thinking like number two is going to be better. It's like getting caught in the like one's get one is going to suck. I try to flip it on them when it is about you. I try to flip yeah. it on them, and then we'll go to number four. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's like this podcast. As soon as we hit submit, it's done, right? Yeah, we could probably have made it better. We should have said one more thing. Oh, we would have dropped that line. That would have been great. Oh, we ran a little long. But what happens is, can this episode help somebody if it's not perfect? Yes. Yeah. Can it help somebody if we never put it out because it's never perfect enough? No, it doesn't help anybody if it stays in this room with us. Well, and perfect is subjective, right? So subjective. Like, it's it, going to be per- maybe it's the perfect message for one, one person, person, and that's why we're here. Yeah, exactly. So you got to think about that when you. When you to put you, out there. who this is perfect for, I'm happy you're listening. Yes, thank you, thank you for listening. Number four, excuse, worst excuse, and what they mean is I'll start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. What this really means is (laughs) I'm choosing a more comfortable today for a more uncomfortable tomorrow. Yeah. I I like this. This is a good episode because people need to hear this. I need to hear this. (laughs) I'm choosing a more comfortable today. Anything we put off, right? It's like, no, we can't do it all today. But the commitments that you have, the commitment gets worse. It's harder as you put it off. Yeah. Right? It's and, and that's all it is, is like choosing comfort in the short term for an uncomfortable long term. And it's funny how we've had eight different topics, but like this has come up very often. Oh, us. yeah. Yeah, because this is what, I mean, so my thought on this, um, which is, you know, a little bit more tactical on my personal experience, um, I feel like, and again, you've you've talked about this. I feel like the farther I can remove the moment the the decision from its moment of impact, mm. the easier it is to like. The more automatic I can make it, yeah. The easier it is to like step through it. I feel like this conversation of this to- of this point is like when it happens, and I can feel it happening. It's brutal, yeah. but like. The decisions that I've made, that I've pushed out, those are pretty automatic. Yeah. We often think that tomorrow it's going to be easier. Yeah. Because what we're doing is we're like, we're, we're, we're looking at the feeling in this moment right now. 
Yeah. And we're saying, right now it feels good, so tomorrow it'll probably feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's almost never easier, and oftentimes it's way harder. Yeah, no, by that time it's built up. It's built up. Yeah. Any conversation, hard conversation, tomorrow there's one more day of friction in between. Yeah. There's one more day of lack of movement. There's one more day of progress, lack of progress. So, yeah, that's a big one. I'll start tomorrow. <sighs> that one's tough. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, I go back and forth on that one. I mean, it's, happens yeah. more often than I'd like. But again, if we just, instead of saying I'll start tomorrow, say I'm choosing a more comfortable today for a more uncomfortable tomorrow. And that's enough to be like, wait a minute, do I want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> right? I'll start tomorrow sounds like a win. Yes. But tomorrow you wake up and it's a loss. I'll choose a more comfortable today for a more un- uncomfortable tomorrow. Puts it as it really is. Yeah, yeah. Where do I want to take the L now. Now. And identifying that it is an L now. Yes. It's an L now. It's not a win now. Because I'll and start tomorrow is a win tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> but if we don't... Yeah, exactly. So, all right, number five. Um, hold on. I'm, so, number five. I know what to do. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> what does that mean, Curtis? <laughs> Dude, these are hard. Um, it means... I'm not disciplined or accountable enough to implement this on my own. That one, I'm going to let that one. You sound sad, man. Dude, it's, (laughs) yeah. I mean, and I think, I think, you know, for, for anybody listening in all honesty, that there's a large part of, of just doing this podcast for me that has, has taught me a lot about this kind of structure. And and I, I tell Brad all the time, I, I appreciate you, bro, because I have I've been able to experience this and um it is it's it's the truth like it, accountability in this spot is is big especially yeah when you're building discipline Oh absolutely and I mean that one is even I'll, I'll put my coach hat on for a second and say there are so many things that I know that I should be doing and I'm still not doing it Yeah and well, you're a coach, Brett. You coach this stuff. How do you, yeah. the stuff that, the, when it bothers me enough that I should be doing it, I, 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 I have somebody else help me with it, oh, right? Okay. It's why I'm paying for a workout program right now. Yeah. It's why I have a, my own coach. It's why I have like a weekly accountability meeting. All of these things are because the things I'm good at, I'm really good at. Yeah. The things I'm not good at, I'm really not good at. <laughs> and it's that simple to, to, to put for everybody, we yeah. all have those things. And people confuse high performers or people who are very productive with that they're, that they always do the things that they don't want to do. And, and it's they not, seem proficient at most of the things that they do. Right. Which, and it's not just good old willpower all the time. It's not willpower. It's creating the accountability around it. That's what yeah. makes them a high performer is they recognize and that they say, I need accountability around this. Or I need to have somebody else do this. I'm going to pay right. somebody to do this. I'm going to pay somebody to make me do this. Yeah. That's the difference. So, yeah, but but I love that phrase, right? It's flip it. It's not, I know what to do. I'm just not doing it. That makes people feel good. That makes people yeah. be like, I'm halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> You're not halfway there. You're no. 0% of the way there because 100% of it is in the action. I'm not disciplined or accountable enough to implement this on my own. That is going to make it very clear that why are we doing it on our own? Yeah. If you know what to do and you continually don't do it, get help. Yeah. Ask for help. There is somebody out there who will absolutely help you be better at following through. So real quick, is there is there um a like baseline of 
accountability that you know how to like implement? Like my question is, how do you make a check-in, like a verbal check-in? How do you make that more effective? Because I feel like I've I've had the accountability set up conversational, yeah. like yeah. friends that I'm on projects with. Yeah, that's like our personal projects. They'll hit me up and like, where are you at with this? And I'm like, uh, yeah, ugh. it's 100% in the person that you ask. Okay. Meaning, it's not on them, but they have to one be actually wanting to hold you accountable. Got it. And two, there has to be a a schedule of the check in. Got it. It can't just be like, next time I bump into you randomly when I have th- three months to avoid you. Let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got to be like, this is what I need you to do and I need you to do it at this time. Okay. And it's just being proactive, being proactive to that. Because trust me, I've been in accountability groups where there's zero accountability. Yeah. And and you're really just chatting every week you're or every month. And, and unfortunately, those are like, they were cool for a while because I was like, oh, this is working. And I'm like, this is not working. Why aren't we doing getting anything done? It reinforces I, I a lack of accountability. It reinforces that. Right, like, now we're right. all together. Yeah, exactly. Last right. one. Number six, worst excuses and what they mean. I'm not motivated. Preach. I'm not motivated. And what that really means is it's not easy right now. That's what I'm not motivated means. Means it's not easy right now. It's kind of difficult to do this thing. I, I I know I need to do it, but I don't want to do it. It's not easy. The other thing it means is my habits aren't as strong as my willingness to stay comfortable. Yeah. That's what motivated is. And and I love motivation, right? I'm the guy. I'm the you motivated the guy. guy. I got motivated shirts. I got motivated hats. I'm motivated by Brett. Like, but I'll be the first to say that motivation is not. Not, all it's cracked up to be it's not it, a constant it's not a constant it works when it works but you gotta be find ways to do it when you're not motivated so it's not easy right now gotta be willing to do it when it's hard and yeah. that is why i will you know you can never spend enough time trying to create good habits in your life to me that's the best time you could spend i'm sorry i was like gonna, i didn't i didn't want to cough no i didn't want to burp in the mic um so my question to you is do you feel like it is easier to manage motivation or maybe feel motivated if you have less things to be motivated about. Absolutely. Because like pulling stuff off the plate, right? Going back to the top of the episode. Give yourself nine things. Like if I have if I have one thing, I can stay in that. Or you know, I I don't know that's what I'm asking. Yes. It's way easier to take some things off your plate and just put your focus into something. It's hard to be motivated for 25 things a day. It's just a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. But here's the key. Here's one of the, the keys to motivation is it's it becomes easier the more consistent you are with it. Okay. If you're really consistent with something, it's it's easier to stay motivated, but also you don't need motivation that much. Yeah. When you don't do it, and there's long stretches of time between that you do it or there's constant breaks or you just can't build that momentum, yeah, it's hard to feel like, because it's like you feel like you're starting from scratch. If we don't have to stop, right? A train that's moving is easier to continue moving than a train that's dead stops. It's motivation. It's momentivation. That is... Oh, that's yours. Keep that. Pump that. Pump that. <laughs> momentivation is yeah. a thing. So... All right, so I hope I hope this was helpful for people. Helpful it it, it for had me. to be. This was helpful for us. Yeah. The six worst excuses and what they actually mean. Let's run them from the top. Ooh, um. <laughs> <laughs> kick it to me. Uh, number one, I don't have time, and that means it's not a priority of mine, and it's not important to me right now. Mm. Ouch. Number two, I don't know where to start. What that really means is the big picture is psyching me out of taking the baby step today. Mm. number three i am a perfectionist 
long pause. I'm afraid of being judged. Uh, I don't want to play the game unless I know I can dominate. And this is just a fancy excuse. It sounds like a compliment. Absolutely. Four, I'll start tomorrow. Means I'm choosing a more comfortable today for a more uncomfortable tomorrow. Let these sink in. Yeah. Number five, I know what to do. I'm just not doing it. It means I'm not disciplined or accountable enough to implement this on my own. And number six, I'm not motivated. Means it's not easy right now. <laughs> and my habits aren't as strong as my willingness to stay comfortable. This is this was jam packed. Jam packed. Curtis, yeah. you have a call to action? Uh, no, not off the top of my head. <laughs> what I'm gonna what I'm gonna have people do is is I want them to actually see which one of these they say the most. Which yeah. one of these is like that's mine? That's the one that I say. And when you feel yourself starting to say it, I want you to say what it actually means. And I want it to sting a little bit. And here's the thing: we got to get a little uncomfortable to get more comfortable. We got to get a little uncomfortable in what we're saying and these excuses that we're creating in our lives, so that we can start to recognize them and overcome them. I don't want you to be comfortable saying I don't have time. I don't want you to be comfortable saying I'll start tomorrow. Yeah. I want it to feel uncomfortable so that it, it's uncomfortable enough for you to create some different action. I'm with it. Boom. All right. Six worst excuses and what they actually mean. Hope you guys enjoyed this. We will see you next time on The Better Blueprint. Peace.